Episode 55 of the Geek Card Games Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, I hear work sucks this week for everybody. It's a fact. It's a fact. Everybody. Pretty much everybody. Everybody so that we're counts. we're here yeah. to make Mondays a little bit better while you're at work. Yeah. Hopefully. That's the plan here. Definitely. 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 So, Not hopefully? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, I think we should just dive in and talk about video games. Let's do it. Let's do it. Or a book. You're, you're in any books lately, you know? I don't remember if I talked about it on the show. Remember I had my little episode, I guess you could say, with the whole Kindle Fire, because I got oh, it yes. to get the app from the library, but then it didn't work on the Kindle Fire, and I got really mad. Okay, but then I was talking to my friend, and she's like, no, you can you can still get books from the library on the Kindle Fire, but like you have to like put the app on your phone and then check it out on your phone and then say send to Kindle and you have to do some stuff, but like you can do it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. Um, but then she actually sent me a book. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think she listens to this, so it's fine. Um, she, so she had sent me this book that she'd recommended. She bought it for me on Amazon and sent me the email for it, but I didn't check my email. And so I went to the library and I got this book and it was like, it wasn't even talking about that app anymore. It was like the old process that I used to use to check out a book. So it was like really easy. I just went and got it. And then it put it on my Kindle Fire. So I was like, that's cool. So I've been reading this book. I was like, oh, I should tell Karen that um, I got this working. And then I checked my email and she sent me the book. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then I felt bad that I'd already got it from the library when I could have just gotten it from her gift if I had checked my email sooner. So always check your email. And just because something seems like it doesn't work and it's a waste and you're angry, don't be, because stuff could still work out. Okay? Yeah. That's my yeah. advice. Yeah. All right. My book I've been reading lately is, uh, I was going through the romance section at the library, and I found this one, you may have heard of it, it's kind of popular apparently, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Kind of weird. Like, real dark tones, like, homeboy's a little, like, I don't, I don't trust this guy. Also, the writing, like, I feel, it sounds fanficy. I don't like it. I feel there's better books that you can read. Did you ever read Sunstone, the graphic novel? I did not, but I've seen stuff on Twitter, and I'm always like, this seems kind of interesting. It is so good, and it would be such a better experience for reading about BDSM stuff than... Okay, to be fair, I've never read Fifty Shades Grey, but like I've heard it's not great. Neither have I. Um, that was a total joke, and I would oh, okay. read that book. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. I'm sure a bunch of people were like, hmm, Cody, interesting book yeah, choices you got there. That's fine. Um... Yeah, so your, yours was a fake book. Mine was real. I did read Sunstone, and I enjoyed it, and I recommend it. So, yeah. You're into BDSM. Whatever. I know most of our listeners are. Don't ask well, me to do that. I'll just say, I mean, if you're not familiar with stuff, how do you even know? And, I mean, it can be educational True. and be like, oh, huh, okay, I understand True. some stuff now. All right. So... This, this went places. I do not like this intro. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we are a video game podcast. Uh, so, Sam, please tell me about your experience with Dante's Inferno, which is also a book. Segway! Oh that was fantastic. You did that really well. Um, so I was trying to remember if I... I feel like I must have read Dante's Inferno, like, in high school. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds familiar. And, like, I remember different things about it. But, like, I don't remember very much of it at all. Like, I don't remember anything about the books I read in high school. It's fine. Um, 
but I like the idea of Dante going into hell and like getting a tour through hell. It seems interesting. So this was one of the free Games with Gold uh, Xbox games in the last couple of months. And I got it. Well, I got it because I get all my games because, you know, that's how I roll. Um, But I thought that this game was going to be kind of like a Diablo style game. It's not. It turns out that it is, uh, I mean, it's pretty much a Devil May Cry style game or like the old school uh, God of War games. It's mm-hmm. like, like it's exactly one of those games. Um, yeah. And if, if you know, that's, that's not really my kind of game. I'm not into that. Like I just recently said, I didn't have an interest in playing Devil May Cry 5. I was like, eh. So I wasn't into the style of this game that much. And also... Turns out I hate Dante. I think he's a jerk, and I don't care for him at all. Um, but all that being said, like I had a lot of fun with this game, and I kind of really liked this game uh, because the the scenery and like the monster designs on it were really cool, and it did some mm-hmm. really fun things. So I ended up having a really good time with it. Um, all right, let me let me rewind back. So Dante, he was in the Crusades, you know killing people for God, which that's not cool, and the Crusades were not cool. Uh, So I guess technically he's supposed to be the hero, but it's just like, dude. And in the very intro uh, cutscene, it shows him, like, sitting by a campfire, and he has, like, this cloth that he's made, like, in the symbol of a cross across his chest, and he's sewing it into his flesh. Um, Oh, fuck yeah. That's what I'm into. No, no, that is no. That is the sign that this guy is not okay. That there is something wrong with him. That is not something that you should be doing. It it looks fucking awesome, though. But no, no, that's that's the sign of not. That's that's old school tattooing right there. Just sewing (laughs) a fucking piece of cloth into you. That thing is going to get so Oh, so infected. Nasty. It's like... First time he goes swimming, he's getting an infection. Like, it's done. It's a horrible idea. Okay? So then, kind of a spoiler alert, I guess. This is an old game, and it happens at the beginning of the game, kind of. So, I guess he goes back to his village, and I don't know if it's his wife. It's his... I believe it's his wife. Beloved. Okay. She's dead. Everybody's dead, pretty much. But she's dead, and... She gets taken down to hell. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, right at the beginning, you fight uh, the Grim Reaper, I guess. Ooh, That's who you yeah. fight, because he has the, the scythe, and you kill him, and you take his scythe. So okay, well, that's, that's a little, like, weaponist of you. Like, just because he's a scythe, he's the Grim Reaper? Yes. Yes. Who else do you know who carries around a scythe? Plenty of people use scythe as weapons, like... I don't, I don't know this evil, so... Um, I'm just going to say it was the Grim Reaper or somebody related to hell. I don't know. But anyway, so you've got this weapon for the rest of the game and it's, it's a pretty cool weapon. So that's cool. It's made out of bone and it's like a, um, like a, like a spinal cord, but like one that's a little bit fucked up because it's, I thought about you Mm. and your bad back when I saw it. I was like, oh, it's probably my, it's probably my spine. Probably your bad back. So, um, all right. The point was, so you get this, all right, you're, I think her name is Beatrice, has been taken down to hell, and it turns out that for some reason, the reason she was taken was because before you went on the Crusades, you made a promise to her, like an oath, uh, to be faithful, and turns out Dante was not faithful, and so I don't don't care for Dante uh, doubly now, Um, 
But so you're, you're going to find her. Okay, so you go down to hell, and the ghost of Virgil is there, and so, like, you see him sometimes, talk to him, and he'll, like, tell you little stuff, and you go and you fight. Um, okay. So sometimes... So you're fighting, and then sometimes you can, like, grab an enemy on your scythe, and you'll, you'll get this option, and you can either... Um, you can either absolve them of their sins... Or I th- I th- you can punish them, which it seems, I know. I got a theme going that. tonight, guys. How you doing? Welcome to Geek Art Games. Um, so that seems weird that he, I guess he has the power because he has that scythe, right? Um, but You sure it's like, not the, the cross that he sewed into himself that's giving no, him the power? No, I feel like that was completely stupid and he made a horrible error of judgment there. Um so, like, at first I was like, well, I want to be, like, I know I don't care for Dante, but I want to be a good guy, and, like, I want to absolve people. It's like, who am I to judge? You know, they've been suffering in hell for all this time. Let's go ahead and, you know, let them let be good. Um, so I was doing, yes. Can we just say real quick, the word absolve, hella cool word. Like, <laughs> it just sounds badass. All right, continue, sorry. Agreed. Um so yeah, so I've been I was absolving people as you know whatever, and then I realized that you've got your skill tree where you can unlock mm-hmm. different skills for things, and there's the holy branch and the unholy branch, and oh. so as you're absolving people, like your holy side levels up, and so you can go to the different tiers of of skills on that tree, but then if you want to access these unholy skills, which most of those involve the scythe more. Um, you have to punish these people and, like, raise your unholy level, too. And I thought that was a pretty neat mechanic. Because, yeah. um, I mean, you kind of want some of both skills, so you kind of have yeah. to balance it out. You can't... I mean, you could. I'm sure you could play just, like, completely on one side. Um, I forgot Because I forgot, you've got... Uh, on your holy skills, you've got this, like, kind of spectral cross that you can send out. So, like, like in Devil May Cry, you had your gun as your ranged mm-hmm. weapon. So, in this one, you've got these, like, cross things that you can throw out at, at enemies. And then, like, you can charge up and release, like, a like a, a blessing blast. That's not what it's called. But... Ugh. Does it come out of the, the cross chest? I like, didn't like see fucking that Iron Man? Does he just, like, shoot no. it out of his chest? Oh, it's, no, it's a fucking useless cross. Missed, so missed opportunity, guys. Come I, on. Maybe it does, and I just didn't see it with the graphics, but I don't know. I didn't notice that happening, okay? You should remake this game. I, I want to play it in, like, it's, modern graphics. It's a it sounds cool kind of cool. Even with yeah. the graphics that it has, like, some of it, like, wasn't great. So, like, there would be these walls with... You know, um, restless spirits, I guess, stuck in them. And, like, you can kind of see them, like, crawling and grabbing, like, um, but they were, like, they didn't stick out of the wall. It was, like, there was, like, a membrane, but you can kind of see stuff going on under it. Like, it would have been, if they could take it a step further and have them, like, actually reaching out from the wall, it would have looked really cool. Um, But still, it was pretty cool. Um, Okay, so, there was, all right. The, the boss fights like these types of games are gigantic bosses that you have to, like, figure out the pattern or what you're supposed to do to, like, beat them to do different things. And it's it's fine. It was fun. I did, like, a couple of them. And then I got to this lady who later I, I figured out she was Cleopatra. Okay, so she's in cool. hell ruling over uh, the lust section of hell. And... Makes sense. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Also, also, at the beginning of the game, when you meet Beatrice and she's dead, there's just like she's laying there dead, and there's just like a boob hanging out. And I'm like, why is she gotta have a boob hanging out while she's dead? Like, it's like there was not necessary. But this is like the style of game back then. They like to have their boobs, right? Because like later, when you whenever you see your ghost hanging out now, like her boobs are just out in her ghost form. So it's like okay. Whatever. Casual, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, also, Cleopatra, when you have... I mean, hmm. kind of ahead of its time, you know, just trying to free the nip early, like... I'm sorry, bad joke. Let's get let's just keep going. All right, sorry. All right, we're about to get into something very upsetting, okay? Oh, so, okay. so you're, you're, you're fighting Cleopatra, and so she, like, grows to this giant fucking person that you have to fight, right? And... Of course, her boobs are out as well, because, you know, they like their boobs, okay? Um, she has these nipples that, <laughs> Cody, this is like the most disturbing thing possibly that I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> Definitely the most disturbing thing I've ever seen with nipples. Um, now, I, I hesitate to tell people this. So if you, okay... If you have breasts, or if you like breasts, skip ahead a couple minutes, because you probably do not want to hear this, because it is so fucking upsetting, okay, guys? It was the grossest thing, okay? So, she's a giant, right? She's a fucking giant, and these nipples, they're like these huge, huge round nipples. They're big, right? Which is fine. Big nipples. But then I'm like, whoa, those nipples are like moving like they open or something. So they, they start open. They start squirting some, some juice out. I'm like, what's going on here? Then it shoots out these fucking babies, Cody. I forgot to tell you. This game has these babies with these little razor blade hands. And it's shooting them out of her nipples. And then they come and attack you. And it was so disturbing. I was just like, oh my god. Why would you do that to nipples, okay? <laughs> it was horrible. It was upsetting. I eventually beat her. I was like, okay, this is fine. I'm done with it. Thank oh, God I'm God. moving on. Cody, it wasn't over. Bitch came back, okay? She comes back. This time, those nipples, I'm like, oh, God, what are they doing? Fucking tongues come out of the nipples, and they're, like, flapping around, and I'm like, oh, my God, would you please stop it? It was so upsetting. Oh my god, Cody. I don't... Mm-mm. <sighs> I'm fucking crying. <laughs> oh, I was crying when I saw what they did to those nipples. My god. Oh, god. Um, so yeah. So all right. that's Dante's Inferno. That's really all you need to know about it. I'm sure there's like... I don't even know what else might come later. Um, but yeah, it was... I... Except for that part, like, I had fun with the game. Like yeah. I said, it's not my type of game, and I was like, I know I'm not going to come back and play this later, but, like, while I was playing it, I was, like, kind of reluctant to stop. I was like, I'm having a good time. Let's let's keep it going until I'm really done. Yeah. God, Cody. <laughs> oh, shit. I did not expect that. That took a turn. I did All not right. expect that. Nobody expected that. No, no one expects <laughs> the boob babies. Fucking terrifying nipples, man. People, I really want to go look up some nightmares. reviews for that game and just see who like comments on it. Like, it's like, really fun game. That one section? Fucking weird. Like, what? No. Oh, no. man. It probably like lost a whole point on its Metacritic scale just because of that. So. Oh. But hey, pe- 
people make decisions when they're yeah. making games. I don't I don't know. We just have to live with it. I so. mean, hey, we didn't know Cleopatra. Like, maybe that was a real thing she had going on in her life. You never know. God, I hope not. I hope not, too. Because that means that could occur in real life, and that's, like, the most terrifying thing yeah. possible. Um, all right. So that was Dante's Inferno. You can get that on uh, Games of Gold. Uh, well, it's, yeah, you could have got it on Games yeah, of Gold. It's past now. I'm sure it's going to be on Games Pass eventually. Probably. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? They should remake that game, though. Maybe without they, the They should. Nipples. Maybe without the nipple thing. But, yeah, it, it, yeah. Was, it was a cool game. So. All right. Um, so, real quick, let's just touch on Apex Legends. Uh, they dropped their Battle Pass that came out. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, Sam, you've kind of dived into this a little bit. Uh, so with this, they also released a new character, Octane, which is pretty cool because he is a uh, person of color with prosthetics, um, mm-hmm. and so that's really nice. Uh, and so it's just, just cool to have that representation for people with prosthetics. Um, so Octane is this uh, character who can heal over time. Uh, he heals very slowly. It's like 1 HP every 2 seconds, I think, is what they did the math on. Um, yeah, and... but I mean, it's it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice to have, yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. It's quite nice. Um, his big selling thing is, uh, if you remember from Titanfall 2, there was the stim thing you could do where like you would give yourself a little speed boost. So he can do this at the cost of some health. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he can do this pre- pretty like regularly as long as you have health to spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you go pretty fast. Like I think it's like either on speed with the Bangalores uh, when you get shot at, uh, but it's not as fast as... What is the one who pings? No, uh, Bloodhound's ultimate. Uh, Bloodhound's ultimate. You're not as fast as that, apparently. So, right. which makes you sense. You seem pretty fast, so yeah. you, it's fine. You'll be I happy. Watch the it. video. Um, yeah. And then his ultimate is he can throw out a little jump pad, which you can like run up to and like hit, and you just bounce really high. So yeah, uh, pretty cool character. Uh, it's nice to see that like they're they're taking a lot of the Titanfall two stuff that like was cool and putting it into these characters. Okay, can I can I say one thing here? So Octane, his backstory is uh, he's an adrenaline junkie, obviously, and he was running a gauntlet course and wanted to like just like you know get that last little bit of edge to do it faster, and so he decided to propel himself with a frag grenade, and of course that blew off his legs. Uh, ah, so that's how he ended yeah. up with his prosthetics. Um, but. That whole thing is based on this Titanfall 2 speedrunner who beat the gauntlet in Titanfall 2 in 12 seconds by oh, yeah. using well-placed frag grenades to boost himself along. So it was pretty cool that they like kind of took what he did and implemented it into their lore for, for Octane's backstory. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, also, I love Octane, guys. I mean, I th- I think he's my new main. He is just that ability to heal over time is so helpful. Um, he's a lot of fun, also just like his personality. And I've I think I'm gonna like finally spend all of my crafting materials that I've been saving and like get him like a fun skin and like a nice banner frame and stuff for him because like I really like him. Um, yeah, I highly recommend him if you if you want to get a new character. Um, in regards to the battle pass, so a lot of us have been eagerly awaiting this because, like, we wanted, you know, something fun to do in-game. I don't think I've mentioned it here, but I did eventually. I got all of the Apex Legends trophies, so... Oh, good job, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was very proud of that. So, uh, but, like, once I got all those, I'd kind of 
been caught up and I was like, well, you know, there's nothing specific that I'm working towards anymore. So I was hoping like the battle pass would come and it would have like little challenges and stuff for me to do. So I'd like have stuff to work on. Um, but the battle pass does not have challenges right now, which mm-hmm. is a little disappointing. Uh, Respawn did say that in the future versions of battle pass, it will have stuff more like that, but you know, they're just kind of getting their feet wet with it. Um, so I like the battle pass because I'm, I'm a high enough level now where I'm not getting loot boxes, like hardly at all, like maybe every mm-hmm. 10 levels. And then like, once I hit level a hundred, uh, I'm just not going to get any period anymore. So now with the loot box, like I just, I can level up and get stuff again. And like, sometimes I'll get loot boxes. Sometimes I'll get specific skins and different things. Um, but that's fun for me to, to start getting stuff again. The, the stuff, some of the stuff that you get from the battle pass, isn't like super exciting. Well, and also I just, I think I've said this before, but like, the skins in Apex Legends are not that exciting. So, like, even, like, unlocking stuff, you're like, yeah, it's nice to just get something, but it's yeah. not, it's not like, the coolest-looking stuff. Um, so how are you leveling up the Battle Pass? Like, because in, like, Fortnite, they do it by, like, completing challenges, get you stars, yeah. but then leveling up gets you stars. How are they doing the, it? In... This is just straight XP right now. So, like, okay. you play your match and you get XP, and so you'll get that just your regular level up, and then you'll get it in your Battle Pass level up. However, there's this thing that's kind of, that was not very well explained that you kind of had to dig around to understand. Uh, you can get 25,000 bonus XP each week per character just by playing as them. Oh, okay. So you can get a lot of bonus XP just by playing with different characters. And then you also get a battle pass bonus XP for your first kill of the day as each character. And then it appears that you would get a uh, bonus for playing with a friend who also had a battle pass. Because, like, normal XP you get for just playing with a friend, but, like, you both have to have battle passes to get the bonus in the battle pass. So, um, so you can get a lot of good stuff. There's 100 levels, so, I mean, it'll it'll take you a good while to to get through it. Yeah, Cody? I was going to say, we should say, for people who, like, have not played, like, Fortnite or any of these other games that have battle passes, a battle pass is just, like, you pay $10... Uh, and uh, you level it up, and as you level it up, you unlock, like, skins, banners, emotes, uh, mm-hmm. voice packs, things like that. Uh, so that's just, like, it's just a way to keep uh, yourself busy, like, once you run out of, like, yeah. getting loot boxes and all that. So, yeah, just so people know what a battle pass is, because I'm sure there are some people who don't play games that have those. Exactly. Um, and, and in the battle pass, like, I think if you reach, like, level 97 or 98... Uh, through the rewards you've got in game you get some of the like real life currency in the battle mm-hmm. pass so if you get that far you'll have enough to buy the next season's battle pass mm-hmm. so if you play it all the way through it'll it'll pay for your next one which is which is nice um have oh, they there's... stated how long this season is gonna last it's it's about three months so three months. so uh, similar to fortnites okay. yeah so we got april may june so i think it'll end in like the end of june probably okay maybe i i I guess we'll see i'm not good at the math but i think it's about three months um and so uh, the other thing that i don't really like about the battle pass is some of the things that you get are the stat trackers which there are a lot of different stat trackers that you can put on your banner um but it seems so far all the ones that you're unlocking in the battle pass are just for season one so like the first one you get is wraith season one kills 
And so it's just a tracker you can display for how many kills she got in season one, which, I mean, I guess it's okay, but I mean, you're not going to use that past season one. I mean, so it's just like, eh, yeah. It may just be like a thing to like, if you do really well, like say you get like over 5,000 kills and like, you can just keep that on there forever. And like when season three or four rolls around and you get a bunch of new people in the game, because this game is always going to have new people because yeah. it's free. Like a yeah. new person sees that and they're like, oh shit. We got a badass over here. Uh, so, also, that's my thought process. Whatever to the person who's getting five thousand kills in a season. Jeez. I mean, hey, I the other day I played a game happens, and like man. somebody had a thousand, mm-hmm. and I was like, you need to probably find a better thing to do with your yeah. time. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm still having a ton of fun with with Apex. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just still addictive, and I, I love it, and I love Octane. So, hopefully. Okay, do you want a rumor? Do you want a rumor about... Um, So I guess currently, like, sometimes you can look up in the sky and see some, like, dragons flying around. Um, So they were, like, seeing stuff in the code, and there was speculation that there might be something coming in the future where dragons will be more interacting with players in some fashion. So, like, maybe they'll be attacking something, or, like, somebody new character's ultimate would, like, call them down to attack. I don't know. And this could be completely false because respawn has said that they like put stuff in there that you might find in the code that they tried and decided they weren't going to use but it's still just there so there's no telling but there could be something interesting coming with dragons in the future so hmm. I don't all know. right yeah. fucking dragons interesting yeah all right so we'll see so that's the apex legends battle pass so it is time for the destiny download um because that's all i've been playing lately is destiny uh Season of the Drifter is rolling on. Um, lots of going on. Uh, this past week, we had the Allegiance quest dropped, so you could pick a side. You could pick the side of the Vanguard or pick the side of the Drifter. Uh, I just remembered Thorn. I still haven't picked. Oh, you need to do that. Um, the Thorn quest dropped, and a bunch of other fun stuff going on. Um, so let's start with the Allegiance quest. Uh, I think this is a really cool thing, because uh, it's just like... I feel like this is some form of story in like season in this annual pass that like was hey this isn't like your normal cinematic stuff going on um oh we also had the invitation of the nine that was the other big thing um and these are kind of related in a way uh so you get to pick between the vanguard or the drifter and just like hey who are you gonna side with and like who do you trust more um as someone who loves Gambit and is a dredgen, I was like, well, of course, I'm going to support my boy, the Drifter, the one true king. Um, fuck you, <laughs> Vanguard people. Don't listen to this podcast if you're a Vanguard person. I'm just kidding. You can still listen. We love you. Um, I still might side with the Vanguard. No. I, I don't, don't want do Ikora to be mad at me. I really like Ikora. Traitors. Anyways. Um, it's really I still cool. don't even understand how this side thing is. Drifter says like people are spying on him, and he either wants you to like help him out, or else you're being an asshole. The only That's, thing like, I know, the only thing from the Vanguard side is like you would do like bug his ship with like cameras and stuff. But over on the Drifter side, we don't do that shit. We just cool. We out here doing Gambit stuff, you know. But um, I don't like Gambit. All right, you know what, Sam? Take your negativity somewhere else, okay? <laughs> Gambit's fun now. Now. <laughs> Wasn't when I was grinding it constantly. Uh, That's what she know, said. I, ooh, all right, all right. Wow, damn, damn. I hope no one is saying that to anybody because that's harsh. Um, well, I guess like never mind. Never. Let's just move yeah, on. Move on. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, the, I I finished the Drifter side, um, and I really liked it. Uh, there is some stuff he tells you towards the end that I was like, as a lore fan of Destiny, like blew my mind. I was like, oh shit, like that's crazy. Okay, um, and then that kind of so tied I should into, side with him so I can hear it. I don't know what happens on the Vanguard side. I will probably end up doing the Vanguard side on like my Hunter. I think I'm gonna do mm-hmm. the uh, power mounty things, uh, power surge bounties, and yeah. I'm gonna go do that with him. Um, because I don't know what they tell you over there, but like the stuff the Drifter tells you, I was definitely like, okay, all right. That's we should see if Starry's caught up and she can just tell us if it's something mm, we maybe. need to know. Um, and that kind of led into the Invitations of the Nine, which is going to be like a nine-week quest where once a week you can go find Zer on the weekends. He gives you a quest. It's a small little thing you go do. And then this first week had a cutscene where like they show us something about Drifter's ship, and it's pretty fucking cool. Um... And they said, like, you won't get a cutscene every week, but, like, there will be more. And it's just kind of something to do each week to come back to the game. And I like that. That's a cool, like, thing to do. It gives Zer something to do. Because for a hot minute there, Zer was just selling Zer 1 exotics that everyone had. And it's like, uh, what do you do? Um, <laughs> which Zer is now selling Gear 2 exotics, so that's good. Uh, um, he hides, like, a tricky little devil. He was so hard to find the other day. Uh, and, yeah, so, like, these two things are, like, so far, I'm enjoying Season of Drifter a lot more than Black Armory. Because Black Armory, like, I don't know, like, I just didn't care about what was going on. Like, the forges didn't interest me. Like, getting the weapons were cool, because, like, that's what you, like, I, I want good guns to shoot. But, so far, like, Season of Drifter, I am 100%, like, enjoying way more just from, like, gameplay and story stuff. Like, it's just a lot more fun. Um, and, like, I think that's what I kind of, like back when Black Army came out, I was like, I really hope Season of Drifter is, like, has a little bit more story stuff going on, a little bit more lore stuff going on, because, like, right now, like, I'm not enjoying Black Armory that much. Like, it's just kind of there. Um, so, yeah. So, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Sam, go pick a side. Come on. What are you doing? I don't know. It's just like, oh, I hate picking sides. And I'm not going to do the work to get two characters up there, probably. I may. I'm not sure yet. I feel like I will. I should I should just have you have you log in on one of my other characters and let you do the work for me. <laughs> Can we do that? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's the Legion quest and the uh, invitations of the nine. Excited for this week's uh, thing. See what that goes. Um, but the other really Hold big on. thing. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the invitations of the nine is a nine week thing. But like, so if I miss the second week, am I just screwed, or will I still no, have like, to catch up later? Yeah, you can catch up. Like it'll, okay. it'll have all nine. Like, uh, okay. yeah, because they said we we're recording this on Thursday in the TWAB, uh, the week this week at Bungie, uh, they were said like, oh, like if you missed last week, you can go pick it up. I, it's called the I'm TWAB. Glad, whatever. I'm glad you explained that. I was like, what? Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, so you can just if you wanted to wait, you could go pick them all up at once and then to do them all. I'm sure. So yeah. Cool. All right, and the next thing which was huge for me because like i've been wanting this for a long time that's what thorn. she said okay all right god damn it sam the second i said it i was like she's gonna say it ah that was good i give you that one all right oh, yeah. the thorn has arrived in destiny 2 now i heard the tales of thorn from destiny 1 i never got this gun uh i just never like grinded for it uh but it was tied to my favorite character in the destiny universe dredge and Yor. Uh, this was his gun that he used, and I thought somebody I, else was your favorite character in Destiny. 
I thought Shino or Shiro or somebody. Shinra for I liked him. Like he's cool, but like Dredenor is my character. Um, that's why I went for the Dredden title. I don't uh, know. I feel like previously you said that Shinmu for whatever his name is. What's okay. your favorite? All right. Um, <laughs> I feel like you only like Dredgen you are now that you're a Dredgen. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> so Thorn is this hand cannon uh, that was twisted and like used hive magic to make into this gun that would leave like a damage over time effect on the enemy. Um, and like it's just really cool looking and like they've buffed it in Destiny 2. Um, so it's a very long quest line and if there's no indication like hey Thorn is out there. Like you just have to go find it. Luckily, I got I watched all the videos, so I know stuff. Um, so like you go and like you find this camp that's been like destroyed, and I, I don't know if this camp was there before because I've never seen it. Um, yeah. And like you find like a broken down thorn, and then you start the process of rebuilding it. Uh, there are a lot of quest steps. I feel like they're not as bad as the last word. Uh, there is one that is very time consuming. Um, it requires you to get 500 points in the crucible you get one point from void kills you get one point from hand cannon kills uh and then you get two points from void hand cannon kills uh and then you, if you get like a streak going void he- uh headshot kills you get a like a bonus and then like in cruise in the iron banner and competitive those points are all doubled so like if you really wanted to do that you do that um I say this took me about two days. Uh, one day I played like three hours, got thirty percent, and then the next day I played for like five and got like the rest done. Um, I don't know. Like I'm liking Crucible right now. Like I think okay. they've kind of done a little bit like a balancing that yeah. just makes it like it's not it's not just nine thousand like shotguns running at you. Like they've balanced other guns to make them on level with shotguns. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying it right now. Um, and so yeah. I will say the last step requires you to go into a strike, a modified strike of a Savathun song, and it is hard as nails. Like, spent like two hours in there before one dude rage quit, and then another guy joined us, and there is a cheese spot in the. So the, he just went and hid, and the other, me and this other guy killed everything. Um, <laughs> I didn't care. Jerk. I wanted my thorn. Uh, yeah. So I was happy. I was like, cool, I get my thorn. Um,. So I have Thorn, acquired it, uh, was like, oh man. The main reason I went like really hard to get this gun. Yeah, I, if you had paused for a little bit longer, I would have. Yeah. Uh, it also I helped just... that your camera was fucking up. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they revealed the bungee rewards for this. And like the t-shirt for Thorn is like super badass looking. It's like a skull with one of the bullets in uh, going through the skull. And there's like a rose forming. And I just was like, I fucking want that shirt. Yeah. Like, it looks super cool. Um, but then also, like, it's just the gun I've always wanted from Destiny 1. I just never got. Mm. Like, I just never went through all that stuff. Uh, and boy, is it fun. Like, <laughs> like it destroys stuff in PvE. Because, like, it does yeah. so much damage. Um, and then, like, so what happens is there's a perk called uh, Mark of the Devourer. Where when you kill something, when you shoot something, it puts a damage time effect on it. And if you kill it it leaves behind a soul remnant. And if you go pick up the soul remnant, it buffs the gun. You get ammo back in the mag, four bullets. So that's really nice. good. Um, and then For a the, hand cannon, that's real nice. Yeah. And then the damage over time effect is increased. And so like, this thing like 
for a primary weapon still does a ton of damage to bosses. So, like, if I run out of heavy ammo or, like, I don't have shotgun ammo to use, like, I'll just pull out Thorn, kill something, pick up the Soul Remnant, and then, like, pop a couple shots into a boss and still do some pretty good damage. Um, And, yeah, like, it's just, and, like, it just kills, like, red bars, like, nobody's business, and, like, it just feels really nice. Like, I think the only other thing I would like is if you pick up a Soul Remnant, like, maybe you get some health back. That's, like, the only thing I would, like, add to the gun, but, like... It's still really strong. Like, you're destroying yeah. things. Um, I think on console, at least, this gun isn't as good as it is on PC in the Crucible. Just because on console, it has a lot of kick. And, like, sometimes with that kick, mm-hmm. your bullets are not going where you're aiming, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a gun that, like, was feared in Destiny 1, because, like, that, this gun would, like, destroy people in Destiny 1. I don't think it's as big of a fear right now yeah uh in destiny 2 on console at least um it's still a fun gun to use because like it's kind of satisfying to shoot somebody and then they go behind a wall and like this the tick damage kills them like it's kind of like that's kind of nice i like that yeah um but yeah uh so yeah i'm i'm loving the gun i'm probably never taking it off uh that's no 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 No, sorry no. All right. Never taking it off. That wasn't... Yeah. Never mind. I, I am trying too hard. Um, That's what he said. She said. Somebody said it. Never mind. Anyways. So I, <laughs> I got Thorn. Very happy about that. And then for some reason I was like, well, I got that one. Might as well go for the other hand cannon I didn't go for. It went for the last word. Because um, I realized... There's, I was, there's one thing you need. It's lots of hand cannons. I see, Yeah, you never know. Um... I was, like, halfway through this already. Like, I'd already done the step where, like, if you died, you lost progress or whatever. So yeah. I was already past that part. So, like, I feel like that was, like, the real challenging part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through, did everything. Uh, the last mission is kind of cool. I think... My issue with the last word quest is, like, I was like, oh, this is it. Like, we're meeting Shin Malfur. Like, Your favorite cool. character from Destiny. He, he kills Dredging Yours, so whatever. I don't think he's my favorite. Uh, oh, dear. And I was like, cool. And, like, that doesn't happen at all. And I was like, this is such a missed opportunity. Oh. Like, this was the moment yeah. to introduce another, like, Guardian character. And it's not at all what I wanted. Like, I was like, this kind of sucks. Like, the gun just shows up pretty much. Um, and I was like, all right, well, cool. Like, this gu- the last word is, like, made to shoot from the hip. Like, it's not an aim down sight. Like, you aim down sight of this thing, it is, it's flying across your screen. Like, that's yeah. how bad it is. And, like, so I was like, oh, like, uh, Andy and I got together to do a Crucible real quick because it was the daily uh, thing for that. And I was like, oh, I'll throw on the last word. Like, I want to try it out. Like, I just got it. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> it's got eight bullets in the clip. I'm not good at shooting from the hip, apparently. Not a, yeah. I'm not a cowboy, apparently. And I was like, all right. And like, it was taking me, like, five shots to down somebody. And I was like, hmm. With an eight in the mag, I can't do this. This is bad for me. So I put back so on the So your thorn. recommendation is the last wish is not worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, it was rough. Like, I was like, yeah. ah, not for me. That um, much work to not have it. Oh, before I forget. Cool thing about the thorn. I think it's based on how many kills you get. But, like, I was kind of noticing, like, I think every 100 kills, you get... A piece of lore for a lore book. Oh, and I really like that mechanic. That's really cool. 
Because yeah. it's like, okay, like, the more I use this, the more, like, lore I'm getting. Like, I'm on, like, book three. So, like, I'm, I'm at 300 nice. kills already. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's a really interesting. Like, there's some stuff I'm learning, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's really cool. I'm loving it. Nice. Um, last word. Yeah, take it or leave yeah. it, I guess. Probably leave um, it. All right. And then, so, the kind of, like, really cool thing I did. Uh, so, Alejandro and Starry have never done Shattered Throne. And we were kind of like, oh, like we need to do some powerful stuff to like get our light level up. Uh, and so Shattered Throne is the like dungeon that came out once uh, the Last Wish raid was beaten, like way back when Forsaken came out originally. Uh, and it's a pretty cool like thing. Like it's just like a mini raid for three people. And oh, like okay. when it first came out, it was rough. Like it was like hard to get mm-hmm. through. Like there was like a cheese to like someone leaves the group on the second boss. And the other two people will get loot, but you wouldn't get loot. And, like, I was like, oh, like, if things go too bad, we'll just do that. Because, like, I was like, nope. No issue. Like, we ran this thing, like, 30, 40 minutes tops. Nice. Used to take, like, an hour and a half. Um, It was a blast. Like, I had fun. Uh, Legitimately, at one point, I was like, all right, so we're going to jump over this ledge. And Alejandro was like, are we really jumping over the ledge, Cody? Or is this uh, how you're going to kill me? And I'm like, not going to do that in here. 45-second respawn timer. And uh, that'd be bad. I mean, this that thing sticks around because we were playing together this weekend, and you told me to jump down this hole, and I was like, "Do I, I, do I really jump down this hole? <laughs> Nobody trusts you anymore." Um, so. so it was really cool. Um, went a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we only like wiped a couple times, yeah. um, so that was nice. Uh, and Starry ended up getting the ship, which is a really rare drop. Um, and so, like, I was a little envious because, like, that's one of the last things I need for my yeah. Dream City title. Um, so yeah, and they also got the stuff to start the Wish Ender bow quest. So yeah, um, cool. I'll have to help them with that. Um, and also, we had helped. I helped Alejandro uh, do a part of the quest for Malfeasance, uh, the Gambit hand cannon. So that was also a lot of fun. And then so many hand cannons. Jeez. So many. Hand, I think someone did the math, and like since Destiny Two launched, they've added thirteen. There's no, there's thirteen altogether exotic hand cannons or something like that. Versus like a lot, like well, the guns only have like one, and I was like, oh, maybe we like hand cannons need to stop being added at this point. Yeah. Um, another big thing I did this week was uh, so the reckoning is like kind of the other part of Gambit Prime. Like you, you go into Gambit Prime, get the sense, and you go spend those in the reckoning. Uh, and so I've been trying to do some tier two reckonings because like it's the next step for me to get better gear and having a rough time with it uh so tier two reckoning is a little bit different where in tier one all you're doing is killing enemies and then the boss spawns uh in tier two you still kill enemies but once you do that a bridge opens up and once the bridge opens up you have like very little time to go to a capture zone while enemies are flooding at you and can get overwhelming um and like you have like 45 seconds to capture each of these zones so if you're not like on point it's really bad it is hectic, but fun, but I have a lot of issues with it. Uh, That's what she said. Okay. I mean, I hope no one's saying that. If it's, if it's hectic, but fun, and you have a lot of <laughs> issues with it, you might want to go see a doctor. Uh, so, it kind of forces you to play a certain play style, and I don't like that. Because um, that bridge part is very much like if you do not have a hunter with tether, a warlock with dawnblade... Or a Titan using Ward of Dawn, the like big blue sh- purple shield. Um, 
you're pretty fucked. Like, you're just like it's gonna be a bad time for everybody. Like, pretty much, if we did not have a t- hunter using tether, I was like, we're not doing this because like you need the orb generation. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, if you get to like 700, is it easier? Uh, but like, I was 670. Everyone else I was with was 670, and we were having a rough go of it. Like, there were times where we failed. Yeah. Um, and like to like keep upgrading your synthesizer to put the sense into to get the better gear. Like you have to run four of these to get a weekly prime bounty done, um, and I ran like twelve, and out of the twelve, I did five to completion. Because after you do the bridge, there's the next part where you have to go fight a boss, yeah. and that's a little easier. Um, but like, yeah, the most success I had was when we had uh, a warlock with the the well, because like you used mm-hmm. to stand in it and like you'd never die. Um, yeah. But like. And like I'm, I like playing my Sunbreaker Titan. I don't want to have to put on Ward of Dawn, or else I feel like I'm just screwing everybody else over. Like, yeah, it sucks. Um, and so like, it's fun. Like I enjoyed what I was playing it, and like we were doing good. But like, the times I did it, and like we didn't have a Tether Hunter, we didn't have a Well Radiant, mm-hmm. so it's just really up to me and my Ward of Dawn. And I couldn't get orbs going. Like. I felt like this is not a fun thing. Like, this needs to be looked at because, like, it's just not fun at that point. Um, How many people can go into Reckoning? Is it four? It's four, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's randomly match made. Uh, yep. So it's like, and like, I could go do an LFG thing and be like, hey, I'm, like, I'm mm-hmm. looking for these people. But, like, I was just trying to, like, I was just at, like, it was late. I was just trying to, like, get some stuff done. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really care. I had music playing. Like, let's just do this. Um, and, like, I got it done eventually. And, like, I'm now looking at tier three. Like, ooh, I do not want to. I don't want to do you right now. Like, ugh. um, not it's not a fun time for me. Exactly. There you go, Sam. I set that one up perfectly for you. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, like, I don't know. And then like the gear they give you is really not that big of a jump because like, so you do the reckoning to get the gambit prime gear that gets you the set bonuses and all that. And like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, eh. I don't know about this. Also, I feel like it really should be powerful gear you're getting. I was getting, like, stuff underneath me, like, a couple. And this is when I was like, all right. Like, I kind of see what Sam's been talking about lately. Like, I like was this is a... I was getting stuff that was 20 levels below me. And I was yeah. just like, why is it getting so low? Yeah, like, tier 2 is a 670 item level uh, thing. And I was getting gear pieces of 650. And I'm like, no, that should not be the That's case. That's not cool. Yeah. It's so upsetting. Um, and so, yeah, like, I was kind of, I was like, this this kind of sucks. Because, like, I, this leads into my next story about, like, we played a Game of Prime game, and I found the role I think I like. Like, I think I like to be the invader. So, like, I've started going Big for the surprise. invader pieces. Um, and so the story with the invading thing is, uh, so Sam and I played some Game of Prime because we were doing some stuff, and I think you needed to do one for... To unlock yeah. the Elysian quest. That's what it was. Yeah, and but I fucked it up because I wasn't paying attention halfway through, and so we had to do a second one, too. It's fine. It's my bad. Um, and so we had a game where it, A, went to a time limit draw, <laughs> and the only reason we won was because we had more damage done. And at one point, their, their primeval had a slither of health left. Had I not invaded at the right time, yeah. would have been done so. So the highlights of this game is at multiple points, I went over and got an army of one, which is where you kill all four guardians and then when you invade. Um, I ended the game with 28 guardian eliminations. 
And yeah, like at one point the boss had no health. I was like, oh, like it's over. They won. And I killed them all. And I got like some triumph that was like, oh, uh, kill four guardians while they're all standing in that well. Because when in Gambit Prime, when you kill the last uh, oh, yeah, yeah. envoy, it drops that well. It gives you a damage buff. And I was like, cool. I killed them all and got that. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, oh, like, I'm pretty good at evading. Like, you know, yeah. machine guns do a lot of damage. I got Thorn. So I just tag somebody a couple times. The boss hits them once. And then the damage over time usually kills them. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, cool. Like, I'm going to do the invader role. And so I started going for the invader pieces in the tier two reckoning. And I was like, really bummed that they were coming out so like low level i was like this fucking sucks mm-hmm. um yeah and like i think the reason i'm picking the invader role for gambit prime is i i really like some of the like set bonuses like there's one where like when you invade uh the bank shuts down and then if you go oh. stand near it you drain their moats oh, that's so, awesome. like if you're a little sneaky snake you can go uh <laughs> fucking walk over there and just like bunker down next to it and like drain a bunch of moats so I was like ooh I like that I like the idea of that that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> so I think I'm gonna do the invading roll uh, so I got a couple pieces of the, the plus two so I think I can get like I can get when I invade I get uh, primary and secondary ammo back and then I think the other one I get is a better overshield um, when I invade so that's really beneficial because mm-hmm. like you glow fucking red and everyone can see you so but I can see them, so I guess it balances yeah. out. Yeah. But yeah. And so yeah, like, a lot of stuff in Destiny. Having a lot of fun with Season of the Drifter. Like, I think it's a, it's a lot better than Black Armory for me. Um, I was trying to do some Black Armory stuff, and I was like, this isn't as fun. I just try to do, try to do Gambit stuff. Just try to do that. Um, how you feeling about Destiny right now, Sam? I, yeah, I'm still... Like, I had some fun this weekend playing some stuff because you know i did the invitation of the nine i did the first mm-hmm. quest step on that and i enjoyed the cutscene. um and then i got right up to where i need to make my decision in the allegiance quest but then you know i don't like picking sides so i'm just like Ugh. and then there's that that fomo the fear of missing out for like but if i pick one then like what if it's the bad one what if i miss out on the good stuff on the other one so i'm just like i don't know um I mean, it's fun. I don't like I don't like doing the gambit stuff. I really don't like reckoning, um, and I I haven't really been liking crucible. So it's just like I can go in and do story stuff. But to be fair, there's like a ton of like extra quests on planets that I need to go mm. and do. It's so like I could always go do some of those, and it'd be like little story missions for me, which would be something I'd like. So, you know, if if I've ever like. Sometimes I will just be, like, a little bit in the mood for it. Like, for some reason, I just won't feel like playing Apex Legends, and then, like, I can go play a little bit of Destiny. But it's I don't have, like, an overwhelming urge to do it. So. Yeah. I will say, like, I'm kind of missing, like, two Guardians right now. Because, like, I would like to do a story thing together. Um, But, like... Yeah, I feel like... And this I'm interested to see, like what like how Bungie feels about how the annual pass is working out because like mm-hmm. initial reactions to black army weren't very well because there was that life level difference and it was really mm-hmm. bad um i do feel like people are a lot more happy with season of the drifter so far mm-hmm. i don't i haven't really seen a lot of complaints about like how that rolled out and so i guess this next one's going to be like kind of like a hey how do we fix everything that's like kind of wrong a little bit um but yeah it'll be interesting to see 
I hope they decide to do another story DLC. Yeah, I would like something because, like, right now, like, really, as far as like cutscenes go, like, we get one randomly with uh, yeah, the invitations of nine, and then it's really kind of it. Yeah. All right. So that was Destiny download. Um. All right. So some big news happened this week. Uh, we have uh, I'm referring to it as Google Stadia. Because that's how I think it should be pronounced. But Sam, you said it's Stadia? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the people who work for Google who were making the announcements, what? they said what? Stadia. The but it's possible know? that all of them were wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't, do I don't know? know. You know, they could. You know, they were nervous about speaking in public. They might have just said it wrong. It, it could be Stadia. I don't. I don't know. Um, so this is uh, this is Google's uh, streaming game service. Pretty much. It's a thing. It's, it's a thing. definitely a thing. Um, um, I'll take. <laughs> eh. Not for me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, the big question is who exactly is this for? Um, we've been trying to figure that out. Yeah. Are they trying to bring people away from their consoles and say, come play your games this way? Are they trying to get people who haven't big, been big gamers before and say, hey, you can come play games. You don't have to buy an expensive console. You can just do this. We're not sure, really, because A, you have to have extremely good internet. This is my... Is there, 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 okay, here's this thing. All right, if you guys want to, like not necessarily have good answers, but here's some good questions put to Google and hear them kind of dodge giving answers. Um, the Kotaku split screen yeah. had an episode where they interviewed, um, I think his name's Phil Henderson. And like they were, Jason Schreier was asking like all these questions and he was just sidestepping them constantly. Cause he's like, what about people who have bad internet? And he was just like, he didn't really answer it. Um, and then I saw something online that was like, if you can stream YouTube videos, you can play Stadia games. Um, but like, here's the thing, you guys. I've talked about this before because in the fall, I, I was participating in Project Stream playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, and sometimes it would be really great. And then sometimes it would be horrible and almost unplayable just because, I don't know, I mean... My internet service didn't change, but just sometimes internet is good and sometimes internet is bad. And when it was bad, it was horrible and it not something you would want to play and not something that would ever pull me away from my console. Um, because I feel like the people, hardcore gamers, are into their really good graphics, their... They don't want any type of lag, any type of problems with their inputs. They want to they wanna play... Uh, the best way that they can and I don't in general I don't feel that the internet in our country maybe in other places too is is up to par to keep up with what you would need to deliver the same quality of experience as you are currently getting from your other sources um 
there was also an article, I, f I forget who did this one, but it was something about how Google Stadia is like exactly what we need for the year 2050, because it's like mm -hmm. so far yeah. ahead of its time. And I mean, I can see Google Stadia definitely like being the future, like being where we get to eventually. But like, I don't feel that there's enough people right now who are able to make use of it. Yeah. Um, and we were talking too, because like they haven't clarified whether you're going to be buying individual games or whether you're going to be buying a streaming service like Netflix for games. Uh, and then they haven't talked about prices at all. They said in the summer, they'll be answering more of those types of questions. Um, but like, here's the thing. I feel like it has to be pretty cheap and affordable to get people to come play it. But then all this stuff they're talking about on the back end that went into it and how like all these GPUs and teraflops that are available, per instance, like they put so much money into it that like I don't see how they could go cheaply and make enough money back to, to cover it. So yeah. it's like I don't I don't understand what the pricing is going to be for this. Like I'm very interested to see what it I, actually is. I could see the pricing being somewhere between 15 and 20 dollars a month. Um, if it's if it's a streaming service, for it was a streaming a service. Thing. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it has to be to be successful. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, what it, I mean, like from a business standpoint, this makes sense why they're doing it. Like they're Google, like they mm -hmm. have computers, they have phones. Like video games is kind of the next thing you just would go into if you want to like be because they want to be dominant. Like Amazon is also probably looking into this, and like so is Apple. Like. Apple's already done this, actually, yeah. Um, and there's a rumor that Walmart is looking to get into the video game streaming world. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Um, it makes sense, but, like, I agree with well, you on the stance of, like, I just don't think... Like, it's, I don't think it's going to be as successful as I think right now. Like, I think if this came out yeah. in 2025... Well, and here's maybe, the thing, also, like... Something has to spur on progress, right? And yeah. so this is something that will spur on progress in other industries. Like this would make the internet service providers have to step up their game and get to a level where it could be able to keep up with that. So I think that it will start making that happen so that in a few years, like stuff will be better and it would be more more able to work with it. Um, but I don't know, like, I just, I just don't feel like, I don't feel like most of the world is ready for it yet. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. Cause just like, yeah, like, internet in the United States is not the best in a lot of places. Like, yeah, it's getting better in some places, but like, yeah. Well, and I think a big thing about what Stadia is offering as well is... You know, you can play it anywhere that has a Chrome browser. So play on your computer at home, play on your phone, play on your Chromecast TV. You know, you can take it wherever you need to go. Um, but, like, I don't want to take my games everywhere and play them everywhere. I like sitting on my couch in front of my big screen TV and just playing stuff there. Like, I don't feel the need to take it and play on my cell phone. I don't, well, don't want to play on the I guess you could get a, the Chromecast thing, right? Well, that you works. could. Yeah, yeah. You could do that. Um... Okay, okay, also, so, okay, so, they do have their specific Google Stadia controller, which, I mean, it looks fine, it doesn't, didn't look like the prototype exactly. Does it? 
It looks. It was fine. It was fine. I don't care. Um, so this controller is Wi-Fi based. So it will log into. It logs into your Wi-Fi to communicate over the internet rather than. So like if you were using it with your phone, like you wouldn't have to have it talk directly to your phone. It goes through yeah. the Wi-Fi, which is interesting, and that's a way to work. But I was like, huh. So you can use other. Like, you could use a PS4 or an Xbox One controller if you were plugging into a computer or something that has that yeah. sort of functionality. But if you're going wireless, you have to use a Stadia controller. Um, you look like you're going to I, I, I'm thinking, this would have been a hell of a thing had they also announced at the same time they were announcing uh, Stadia. Uh Had they announced, like, oh, we're also getting into the internet business so you can bundle and yeah. we will provide you with internet that can run all these games. Yes. Would have been a great fucking thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but obviously I think then we like have the, like the monopoly fear yeah. going on. So then they probably couldn't do that. Um, it's interesting. Like I definitely am interested to see what happens this summer with it. Um, like what they announced and all that. Uh, yeah. The Kotaku Switch screen interview was a little awkward at times because they definitely were dodging some questions about hey what about people who don't have good internet like is this for them not gonna answer that um and so so they they recommend that uh you should have 25 megabytes of of internet speed to to run stuff well um at the same time uh google i mean not google microsoft's project x cloud i think is what it's called that's their streaming service uh which they've shown like with the little phone attached to the controller um, they're saying that their stuff runs all right at five megabytes. So uh, obviously you're not going to get the quality. Oh my God. Okay. The other thing Google Stadia is talking about. So they're, they're so about their capabilities and how great everything's going to be. Right. So they're like, yeah, 1080p. Great. We got that. Uh, we've got you ready to go to 4k. You can do that. Hey guys. Also, uh, you can go in 8k. Like when that's a thing, it'll. We've already got it ready for 8k, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is 8k?" Yeah, like, what? Who even? Who's even heard of 8k? And they're like, "Yeah, we can do that." So it kind of shit it just, starts coming out the screen at you at that point. Like, I mean, it really it felt like one of those things where they're just like promising everything, yeah. and like we don't. I personally don't understand technology enough. To like when they went into all the tech talk, I'm like, okay, it's whatever tech magic. Sure, they say it works. I'm like, okay, but yeah, they could be totally just like whatever. I'm sure it's like a real thing that's like being worked on, but like it's one of those things where like you remember like when the kid would like be running for school president and they were like, and we're gonna get candy bars for lunch every day, and you were like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Wait, what? No, we're not. Like you're a liar. (laughs) You know that. Uh, It's like saying they can do this thing, but like, does anybody need or want that thing? It's like no, yeah. I think we're good here right now, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 very interesting. I think, I mean, it's kind of maybe in that same position as like VR helmets were when they were first announced. You know, everyone's like, "What? Who's going to get these?" Like, it's going to be a small subset of the population that yeah. adopts it at first. But uh, you know, as they use it, as things get more refined, I think it would definitely become more widespread, um, and it'll eventually. I think it will eventually be you know, a popular viable thing that's out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's interesting right now. Yeah. So, Google Stadia. Stadia. But you know, whatever. I think Stadia sounds better. Like Stadia sounds like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. 
did you did you watch the trailer the like pretty short trailer about stadium yeah well it kind of makes sense if you watch yeah. that because it has stadiums and like people coming together for athletic events and like the olympics i get real emotional about the olympics it's just like yeah you know it gets you going like coming to the to the stadia to the stadium to to come together to play games i'm like yeah i like it it's, it's cool so i don't know i'm fine with it okay i mean whatever Sam, I think we're going to save the other thing for next week. I think I want to take another look at it uh, just to see if I have anything I can add to it. Okay. Okay. That's fine. All right. That's fine. Well, that's been the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. Um, if you'd like to contact us, let us know if you think it's Stadia or Stadia. Um, that's uh, contact at keycardgames.com. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook or Twitter uh, at keycardgames. You can find our YouTube channels at keycardgames.com slash YouTube. You can find our Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash games. You can join our Discord at geekcardgames.com slash Discord. Lots of talk about how much work sucks, so if you want to come bond about that, let us know. Yep. Um, you can buy our merch at geekcardgames.com slash shirts. We need to maybe get some shirts up there. Mm-hmm. Geekcard Games Knitting Club stuff. Um, as always, we appreciate it if you leave us a review. Uh, it helps us out greatly. Um, so if you can do that on any of the services you use, um, am I forgetting anything? No, I think we're good. Always, always feel like I do. I don't know why. It's like a bad habit. Um, I am on Twitter at Conway Cody. Sam, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter also at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Alright. So thank you guys so much for listening again. And we hope you have a great Monday and hopefully a better work week. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Sam. Take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Study, study, no, it's Stadia.